This week's episode of Drunk Week in Review is brought to you by the letter L for legal brief, mostly so Cody doesn't get us sued. Anyway, here we go. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or position of the host employers. Any content provided by our host is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy the show, y'all. Staycation, all I ever wanted. Staycation, had to stay inside. Staycation, don't know the rest of the words to the song, but that's been my week. Thanks for asking, Aaron. Hey guys, it's Drunk Week in Review. I wasn't here last week. You know of his dumb voice. It's Cody again. (laughs) I tried to do a dumb intro for you last week. I'm sure I haven't listened to that. I, I, I know you didn't. I should go listen. I did listen to the uh, Dad Rock one. Oh, well, I mean, that was a good one. We were all on that one, though. It was really good. Yeah. That was a good episode. Aaron could have, I mean, not Aaron, uh, Jonathan would have been okay at that, but I feel like we would have spent a long time trying to explain what Dad Rock was, and then no. he would have. That would have been like a, if, that would have been almost a three-hour episode, though, with a. Oh, you know what? No, because you guys wanted to make it top twenty-five, not top ten. No, no, I, so we did many a, honorable mentions. We did a top ten. You kept being like, "Or this one, or dude." This you're one. like, "What about this?" Have you guys thought about this song? So we just threw in Aaron's honorable mentions. Dude, everyone who's top listened 10, to the pod, honorable mentions. I, I maintain it. Everyone yeah. who listens, everyone who listens to the pod, is like, "Oh my god, fucking Aaron, these mentions." Yeah. By the way, if you do <laughs> listen to the podcast, uh, let me hold on a second. I've got it right. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. Hold on a second. I'm lying. If you do listen to, if you're listening to this episode of the podcast, go on Spotify, DWIR, Dad Rock, Top 10 Plus. Uh, the plus is for all of Aaron's honorable mentions. Uh, the rest of us just have a top 10. Wait, you think we could set up some kind of situation where we would uh, maybe Give something to somebody for liking, commenting, or sharing. Uh, maybe the playlist or, or putting a plug in there. Hundred percent. Like it's been you, a while since we've re- tried like to a, reach out to like a, a, a back listener. rub. I'm not doing that. Hundred percent. Well, what if I'm you, saying is like I would absolutely send them a T-shirt from Tacoma oh. to whoever that person is, and you know if you guys like, have like a T-shirt or a like hat from just a Georgetown. T-shirt, like like just like one you, you wore. I was gonna say if you like, comment, subscribe, I will give you the link to the Spotify playlist. That'll be my. I mean, we could tr- <laughs> we could flip this in like weird like OnlyFans selling our used underwear. I'm in whatever. Cody's no, Cody's no, I Hobbit. Was, feet. I was talking about like all right, dude. I got some gross <laughs> go feet. That. They've got to be worth money. <laughs> got to be worth some money, right? Yeah, yeah. So also, why does Sweet Home Alabama get an explicit tag? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I can't recall. Why does Sweet like, Child of Mine have an explicit tag? Sweet Child of Mine. Did, I don't. Do they curse in that song? Why does Pantera's Walk have an explicit tag? Well, I'm pretty sure that one they do. Nope. There's no like fuck you. Nope. Don't talk to me. Nope. Well, was actually, the my my vocal on that one's more Metallica. Don't tread on me. 
which really should be don't talk to me. So don't try to me. Yeah. I, think. I don't know. Yeah, Sweet Home Alabama. What fucking curse word did they say? I don't know. Hmm. I literally have no idea. And sweet. Yeah, and, and Sweet Child of Mine was the other one that had an explicit tag on the playlist. Maybe, maybe in some languages, sweet means go fuck yourself. Eh, could be. Could be cool. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, so I think this is a topicless uh, pod, unless you guys want to talk about all the different ways we should block out the sun to make it colder. <laughs> uh, no, I just have, like, everything I've been seeing has just been a lot of fun about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, introducing a an amendment? No, a resolution. She introduced a resolution requesting that America withdraw from NATO and then uh, Matt Gates said that Russia should join NATO instead of Ukraine. What? Yeah. I missed all that. Sounds like I, he was being sarcastic. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was one of those sarcastic comments. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was just, of course, a clickbait title. Out of context I or something. I saw last week or maybe early. Yeah, I think it was last week where. Must have been on threads. They <laughs> were. Uh, they uh, submitted paperwork to shit cam Marjorie Green Taylor from the Freedom Caucus. No, no, they did boot her. Yeah, she got ousted from the uh, the the House Freedom Caucus. Yeah, because she voted for the last uh, uh, the, the, budget. The, was the the yeah, budget the, uh, the, the plus deficit, like her, the, her uh, and Bober her and Bober got in some sort of altercation where she called her a little bitch on the floor of the House. Um, yeah, so like you know. I'm not a big fan of Marjorie Taylor, but I feel like there is a historical precedent, maybe precedent? not the term little bitch precedent, and also historical precedent. There's lots of historical precedents, at least 45 of them. Uh, 44 and a half. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, there's a historical precedent of people insulting each other on the floor of Congress, much like they do in the, like, the House of Commons over there in the UK. That's part of the people used to duel to the death on the Congress, you know, congressional floor. People have died there. People have been hit with canes. Why can't you call somebody a little bitch? I'm sure there's some like banging uh, Millard Fillmore. Am I saying that right? Millard Fillmore. Is that his name? Millard Fillmore. Like, especially leading up to the Civil War, like, people yeah, were, like, Millard fucking Fillmore. getting in. I'm sure there's some. Good, like, you know, good old fisticuffs right there on the floor. Yeah. Let them call each other bitches, I say. I'm trying to think what the other good one I read was. Oh, uh, Farmers Insurance is uh, will not write any new policies for life, home, or auto in Florida. I've yeah, that's that's been a bubbling topic that so they just in general yep. insurance companies are saying like, well, just based on the fact there's a hurricane every fucking year there. We're no longer uh, there was ri- other, I was underwriting. To, so the way I read the article, it's effectively the Florida legislature did something. Which oh, it's in reaction to some sort of law they're making, not um, not actual environmental yeah, we'd have, factors. Yeah, we'd have to get <laughs> Jonathan involved in this one. But there's effectively like legislature which adds. Which gives the insurance company more power, and it gives the insured, the Florida citizens, less 
like recourse uh, to the fact that they can't even sue for like court costs and certain things, attorney fees, even if they win along this line. And it's one of those where like the legend, they've effectively gotten so much power that they realize that, um, Hey, we can kind of do what we want. And then now they're leaving because there's no legal recourse. I saw a number. um, I can't remember what the number was, but it was something like the average, homeowner's policy in the United States is something like twelve or $1,400 a month. Um, and in Florida, it's over $4,000 a month. Um, and it, it, everything I read in this article, it, it had nothing to do with the environmental factors. It was like, it was just it was the economic just the f- and societal factors there that were driving this. Um, so that so was like essentially one. the Florida legislators like let the insurance companies do whatever they want. So therefore what they want to do is raise the cost. Yeah. And then leave and now leave. And now they're just <laughs> leaving. They said this is going to affect um, about a hundred thousand, a um, hundred thousand Floridians. And then what was the other? Good one? So bad. Oh, uh, then the other good one I saw was the, they signed another note on Florida. It sounds like Disney got a, got an extension out there. So saw that one. There you go, Florida. Yeah, Disney is going to continue to fucking just dick over DeSantis at every turn. They have the best lawyers because they can afford the best lawyers. DeSantis thinking that he could use the state's power. I mean, Disney's economy is essentially like a fucking island nation in the Caribbean. They're 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 stacked. But you know what it did? Like his whole fight with Disney, it got him brand. It got him name recognition. Like, of course, you know, it, like so starting, he with, was willing to burn the entire Florida economy to the ground. So he got, and that, and that, I mean, he, that's hyperbole, that's he, hyperbole. Yeah, but he's he's willing to at least put it out there. He will go toe to toe, knowing that he's likely to be defeated. Yeah, because so you have COVID, right? So uh, he gets good name recognition during COVID because of his actions. Um, that him and like Greg Abbott are going to war to see who could be like the most um, who, the most conservative who, conservative right um, and then it continues on and with his fight against Disney he gets really good name recognition and I think that you know that gives him a really good base for his uh, Republican candidacy as they head into the Iowa caucuses in January uh, what was the other? Oh, the other good Florida one. I don't know why Florida keeps popping up in my news feed, but the other good Florida one was they just signed. Knows your uh, knows your reading. Yeah, there was a. They just signed a bill. So, uh, and I believe it was. I believe DeSantis put this into law, uh, but there was a bill that was passed um, that, like, effectively caps um, alimony there, and the <laughs> nice. And the rich well, tex- uh, Texas, do- Texas has that. Yeah. So the people that were the people that supported this bill were all these like super rich uh, DeSantis voters, these old like 60, 70, 80 year old. And in some cases, like 40, 50 year old um, DeSantis voters who were like, yeah, fuck them greedy bitches trying to get their husband's money and da, 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 da. Well, Come to find out, it doesn't apply to new alimony. It applies to all alimony. <laughs> and they started going, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. That affects me. No, you can't do that because that affects me. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and so there's lots of uh, there was lots of um, 
unintended consequences. Oh, well, oh, lots of times. consequences of your own actions that now you have to deal with. Like, hey, you put this guy into power, and you it's said, like, yeah, this well, is going to be great. Well, well, well. Yeah, a whole lot of a whole lot of uh, stuff for me, not for thee. And uh, I mean, that's that's most like. Not we'll just call them whites, angry whites. That's their biggest <laughs> flaw, is the fact that, like they think that everything they're railing against is never going to blow back on them. Yeah, like they need to drug test those people who are on disabilities. It's like, oh fuck, I'm on disability. I'm on drugs. God damn it, my foot has been shot again. Yeah, um, lots of fun stuff by myself. And I just I put it in the crib notes for uh, last week's episode. But for those of the people, for those people who don't read like the episode descriptions, the uh, I, I mentioned the um, the free speech case, um, the Supreme Court decision on the free speech case in Colorado. I know that it was a hypothetical case, um, and I know that the decision was based on a hypothetical issue that that didn't actually occur. Um, so How the, I I don't understand. I mean. I'm sure it's been done before. I'm the smartest man in the world. I'm essentially a Forrest Gump, I guess. But um, how the fuck does anything go to the Supreme Court if it's not real? Like, why would they take a not real case? Isn't that just something people do for fun in debate class because they're nerds? So go listen to... uh, Well, this is for both of y'all. But go listen to Friday... What was two Fridays ago? I can't do the math on that. The 30th? Mm-hmm. I think it was the 30th. Go listen to Friday, June 30th's episode of Strict Scrutiny. Um, and they... Nope. Uh, end up for my ass. Fear too much justice. Oh, no. Warby Harper. Where is it? Student debt relief. How the Federalists? Oh, you know, it was a uh, it was the Pod Save America that they fixed strict strict scrutiny for some reason, and it's on the strict scrutinies. Um, go listen. To it f- just seems that if a case was going to make it to the highest court in the land, which essentially decides if something's constitutional or not, yeah. it should be an actual, not a hypothetical. Yeah. So go listen to the. So that's a fucking flaw in the system. Go listen to the Pod Save America episode from June thirtieth, and it's. It's just under the Pod Save America title. It's actually strict scrutiny that's doing it, um, but they okay. go, they go over the whole case, um, and it's really good. And they explain you, like what why it's a hypothetical case, what it actually entails, and then the other decision that went along with I forget what the other decision that went along with that, but they blast that one too. Have you? So New York Times been just on Clarence Thomas's fucking neck with expose. Have you, did you see the most recent one? where they essentially detailed out how he has given access to this. I saw the Venmo payments one society. Well, no, this one's like some elite society that, so, you know, Clarence Thomas comes Supreme court justice. Therefore now he's like this big, sexy target to have involved the stuff. So this Horatio Algier society brings him on board or in, it's like, oh, you're you could be one of us, and he's done nothing but give access to other members of this club to the court. Like, much how they've shown, like he has accepted money, tuition payments, whatever, from different real estate developers who have had Supreme Court cases, 
and like there's direct ties and he's voting in their or ruling in their favor <laughs> he like he's this just big ass um not influence i guess influence just this influence juggernaut like oh yeah i'll take it all baby that's really funny. Uh, so you said that, and then I go to the Horatio Alger Association of Distinguished Americans Incorporated website, which is HoratioAlger.org, yep. and the first person in the banner is Michelle Kang, owner of the Washington Spirit, featured as leader driving change in women's soccer. Cool, cool, cool. And it has a New York Times banner on it. <laughs> well, that's who just fucking hosed them, so that's weird. Yeah. I did not see that one. Like I said, I saw the uh, I saw the Venmo payments one. Well, I've been paying for the New York Times app because I do all their well, not all. I do all the games, the mini, the mini, the Wordle, and the spelling bee and connections now. Uh, but that's not on the app yet. I have to go like a website for that. Yeah, it's it's on beta. Yeah, Aaron, do you, sorry, you Aaron, I don't know any, what any of that stuff is. So uh, uh, I've got their their cooking app. Which is pretty that's pretty what I basic. Say. I was gonna say I know um, you pay for I know you pay for New York Times too, right? Yeah, man, I got to get some of that content in there. Um, the Times probably be the one publication I might consider paying for uh, in the future. Not the Atlantic because I really don't like the Atlantic anymore. Oh, I, I used to existed. like it when I thought that uh, I used to like it when I thought that I was a intellectual and. Um, you know that that stuff kind of goes away. I just, you know, uh, to be you honest, saw Tropic Thunder my, one my, time, uh, and you realize like I'm a. You saw Tropic Thunder one time. You're like, you know what? That's I'm when it man. happened, man. It I'm a man. Been. I'm a man of the people. No, that's what. This I'm was, not even kidding you. Like he watched week, one Wes Anderson film and he went, I need to just be. fell out of the sky, and I was like, I'm no longer irritated with the STP. I want to listen to this shit on purpose. So I was like, listen to Stone Temple Pilots on purpose. Like I. It's just fine. I like this. Number four. It's good. It's a great album. Uh, all of it right now. Uh, that and some lo-fi uh, hip-hop I, stuff. Dude, lo-fi hip-hop beats I uh, I put on when I'm writing papers. There's a really good oh, lo-fi. I'm talking about like um, like the, the, the Boulevard Connection, some kind of like 90s stuff that was influenced by Mob Deep. Uh, there's a lot of cool uh, uh, Hondo J or something like that. He's a... Japanese hip hop guy from like the nineties, oh. still still going anyway. But um, yeah, I mean the lo-fi is the lo-fi covers on Spotify is a really good one to like jam to while you're trying to write music or write uh like write papers or read anything, anything, yeah, yeah work in general, yeah. answer emails, do something mindless or pay attention to the music. You know, yep, it's good stuff. No, if I'm paying attention to the music, I'm not listening to it. It is yeah. So that's the times <laughs> that I pay for. Um, and and recently I did. They have served me well. They led me to Rick Martinez, and Rick Martinez led me down to the um, uh, Accioti or the the Cochinita Pibil, which is the slow roasted in the ground, wrapped in banana leaves pork dish. And um, I've had it done before, and it's it's really good. Um, I've tried to do it before to a varying degree of success um you know i think like sometimes i think i'm a better cook than i am and i still fuck shit up which is really annoying you know um anyhow uh i decided that 
doing the whole pork getup is actually a, a little too time consuming. So I went down the um, boneless chicken thigh route, which is why Super I plugged fast, you, Cody, yeah. on that one. Um, well, I didn't understand why you weren't doing the orange juice shit. No, um, so I do use orange juice in this recipe. It's just, uh, you know, when you're when you're just patting uh, chicken thighs or you know, um, you know, a big pork shoulder, you can really just do oil and the acciote paste, and that can be everything, really. Um, uh, the kind of cool stuff that went on top of it. I found a fantastic recipe from Rick Martinez uh, that was for pickled red onion. And instead of using any vinegar, you're simply just using orange juice, salt, and lime juice to fortify it. And then you're you're hitting it with allspice berries and uh, a, oh, a yeah, okay, almost okay. charred habanero. So it's just like super sweet. It's got a hit of heat. If you want to add more, chop the habanero in there shake it in this orange juice um but i made this even go further by getting the mandolin on top of that uh red onion so you know i got a really nice slice squeeze a bunch of citrus on there hit it with some salt and then you had pedro pascal at your house to do this this is me pal he's the mandolin oh Uh, so and antonio banderas is puss in boots um, well, I don't. I don't want to talk about Antonio, Antonio Banderas right now because I felt like he was misused in Indiana Jones Five. Yeah. Wasn't that sad though? It was. Like it was just. There like, was a why? lot of. Why okay, even no have spoilers. him in the no, movie? No spoilers. All right, let's move. Why have him if he's expendable? So, Put him in something. The Expendables. Eric, uh, something you just said. Like I, I went. I wonder because you said instead of vinegar, you're using limes and orange juice. Uh, they have effectively have the same pH as vinegar. That makes a lot of sense, but you get all the sugar as well. Oh right? yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, so I, it's a cool way of like because it it like it clicked. I go, yeah. Why couldn't I just pickle with limes or something like this? Like when I do my pickles, you my relish, absolutely like, why, can. Why couldn't I? And I go, well, I wonder what the pH is. Like if there's a pH difference because they're both acidic. So, like, I wonder how acidic it is. So, vinegar has a pH anywhere between, like, 2 to 3. And orange juice room temp is a 3.06. Out of the refrigerator, it's a 2.77. Out of the freezer, it's a 2.48. You know, whatever the case may be. And then, that's what I hear. And then limes were, like, a 3-something, you know. So, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I could just do some of these recipes. I'll send you guys the recipe because these onions belong on carnitas. It belongs on this particular dish. It belongs on the cochinita pibil, which is the traditional way to do it. Um, and I, I think it could belong on a shit, man. I I threw together some white people tacos last night because that's just about how much time I had to cook. And I threw those onions on those, you know, on that, on that ground beef. So, um, you know, Big thanks to the uh, New York Times and Rick Martinez for for getting me squared away with some tacos, man, Uh, which is my taco game's off the hook. It's about the only thing that I know how to do well anymore. Okay. Nice. Anyhow, that's my plug into the New York Times. I like it. I I, I have stuff that gets behind paywalls, so I'm not paying for news apps. Yeah. I refuse to do. Apple juice is more acidic than orange juice. 
grape juice is significantly more acidic. Yeah. Than makes, what about grapefruit? Makes wine. Uh, makes I sense. don't know. It's not on this little chart. I'm sure it is. Uh, do, do, do. Well, the orange juice lime combo is is pretty excellent. Stick with that one. Uh, uh, grapefruit and orange juice are right about the same, somewhere in the threes. Yeah. Cool. Hey, guys. How was your week? I know uh, Cody's on staycation. Riding that one out, JM. Oh, uh, yeah. It was my first week back at work. Um, like, I love my job, so. I love my job as, okay. much, as, I, as much as I love having to get a haircut every other week. Um but it was great. Um, yeah, nothing. It was great. Nothing uh, crazy. I don't think. Uh, made a bunch of relish this weekend because I've just got way too many cucumbers. Uh, Classic. I'm debating. Classic. Debating planting more zucchini because my zucchini died because um, it just it bared all the fruit it was going to bear. Um, so I'm debating planting more zucchini, but then again. Only we only made like two or three meals using those zucchini, so they didn't really get used effectively. I gave most of them away, which is fine. Uh, I'm still upset my peppers haven't come in. None of my tomatoes have ripened yet. Yeah. Uh, yep. My dill is all about six feet tall, so I'm giving that away, like it is free candy in the back of a windowless van. Um, lucky, lucky man. I, I could kill for some dill around here, especially for as much as we're using it. I have, I have. Three plants. Each one of my plants has between two and three stalks growing off of it. Um, and each one of those stalks are about six foot tall. Plus, I have another two more that I planted four weeks after those. So they're like four weeks behind it. So they're going to be that way here soon. Um, my spinach, I just went through my, or my lettuce, I just went through my second lettuce plant. I have one more. Uh, that was six weeks behind that one, so that'll be coming to fruition here in like three weeks. I've got everything on like a rotational crop. I'm about to yank out two full things of Swiss chard that have been in full bloom forever, um, and I think I've got more planted somewhere. I'm about out of leafy green territory. I don't know what I'm going to do with all these. We're about to start drinking lots of um, leafy green smoothies in our household. We're all going to hey, be Those leafy greens <laughs> make a great base for a pesto. Don't be afraid to use it for that. Seriously. Uh, well, I mean, I'm waiting. I'm, I don't know what's going on with my basil. I'm not happy because none of my basil has come up. None of my. You don't need basil, basil for a pesto. I think you Whoa, need. Oh, like, yes, you do. Whoa, that is the how ba- much? That is the base. That's what pesto That's is. That's what pesto is, is. Have you not used other greens as a base for a pesto? It's which not is, a pesto. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Like a like, spinach pesto? That is a thing for sure. Sure, hmm. but it's not a pesto. You heathen. I mean, I, I just, mean, I've just I used a lot pesto. of pesto. One of my favorite dishes that's slapped together is boiled pina noodles, bunch of fucking salt, uh, maybe just roast up some chicken thigh or chicken breast, and then like toss all that into a pesto sauce. Like, oh god, I love pina pesto pasta. God damn. Yeah, I it, bet you could stuff some tomatoes with that too, and fire grill it be pretty good i've also used pesto to make a um like a ha- it's like a pesto and like a pesto cream like a spi- cheese well no mine's like a spicy pesto 
pizza sauce and it's fucking slaps. There you go. Oh my god, I'm looking. There's up, a world where uh, I'm um, looking up recipes. Other things can be a base for a pesto, and I don't really know what makes a pesto a pesto basil, other than pine nuts. It's basically chimichurri from Italy. It's so basil, pine no, nuts, oil, garlic. I would not call it it's chimichurri got cheese from Italy. And fat. Sometimes salt, you can have pepper, spices. Sometimes spices. there's spices. The spice, the spice is basil. <laughs> it's it's garlic, pine nuts, salt, basil, and uh, like a hard cheese. Like a sometimes can it have sometimes can it have anchovy in there? Does that make it a Ge- Genovese? Pe- uh, yeah, pesto? something like yeah. It's a yeah. which I kind of oh, like man, that. that is a Caesar I li- salad. I like that a little bit because it adds because the anchovies Umami. are like super salty. No, I, it's yeah. I, you know, and Aaron wasn't wrong. Like I'm looking up recipes with charred pesto and spinach pesto and lettuce pesto and it looks like green baby food it does not look like pesto so if you want green baby so food on as your- dads we're like no because it looks that way coming out of a baby as well yeah it so does. no <laughs> aaron probably thinks pineapples go on pizza too he's shaking his head up and down see you give a man a few honorable mentions, and next we're putting pineapples on pizza. Don't give this man <laughs> a lick of power. I fucking hate these guys. <laughs> All right, so Barbie Oppenheimer, what are y'all doing next weekend? Uh, I've seen AMC's doing double feature tickets for both. I know. I, I really like that. One of the group chats like, should we just like fucking drop shrooms and do both? That's going to be like a four-hour event, That's right? a big commitment. It's a big event. Well, well, you realize like we're all like thirty six. Like, well, okay, let's see, Oppenheimer first thing in the morning while we have a lot of pep in our step. Break for lunch and drinks, and Jesus. then do do Barbie. Right. Noah Bombach <laughs> is the other associate, or is he, he's one of the writers for Barbie. Because him and Greta Gertwig, whoever, are, uh, bo- both are, of them in are, their own are, right are boinkers. They lean their movies at least historically towards the art house thing no no so, that that's that's what's interesting is like i know that and so okay. it's like all right so this is barbie a commodity a marketing you know icon and you have these two very artsy folks who are going to make a movie out of it so like yes we have the commercials the trailers all that stuff but more than likely there's going to be some they would not sign up to do this movie if they weren't allowed to go deeper with it than just some surface level shit otherwise it would just be the lego movie which even the lego movie was somewhat the subversive was, the lego movie is good lego movie is great and lego it is a li- fantastic it's a little subversive not crazy but a little bit whereas greta gertwig and noah bombach are going to definitely Apparently, like some of the take reviews it. for this, take, they're going to take it somewhere. Yeah. Did you see that one with uh, Jeff Daniels, where Jeff Daniels is like uh, the English professor in the family, and uh, it's it's like a coming of a coming of age story, and the boy like really respects his dad, but his I dad's like Jeff Daniels is always an English professor, except for in Dumb and Dumber. It's so creepy because it's like his dad is banging the high school students like crush or something. It's fucking weird man um it's a yeah noah bombach. i can't I don't remember think what I've, that was i don't Who? think i've actually see, i haven't seen a noah bombach but i know it's like artsy and also know uh, that really memeable movie he did was like the divorce with uh 
Adam Driver and maybe Scarlett Johansson. It's just like him yelling at her. So that became like a huge meme on the internet. You know, oh, you I missed that no, one. You said Noel Bombach? Yeah. Noah. Noah, Noah Bombach. Noah. Yeah, he's a little out there. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's all sort of like just like. Darjeeling Limited. It's he was just involved with it's that, like right? mopey East Coast. Squid and the Whale, a 2005 American independent comedy dramedy. I think that that's was what Aaron's talking dra- about. Drama, not not comedy whatsoever. But yeah, like this Unless guy just makes like uh, mopey I'm rich from the East Coast movies. Yeah. Good assessment. It's like, oh, oh so like, my God. I grew up upper middle class and I'm really sad about so that. So like the lobster. I never saw the lobster. Is it good? Uh, I mean, uh, I like I like a lot there. of I like a lot of the A twenty four movies. Is that Studio A twenty four? Yeah, a lot of the A twenty fours are great. Yeah. I love Studio A twenty four. Um especially their horror stuff is really good. Um Yes. But it, I thought the lobster I'd was agree. Great. Oh, did you ever oh God, what was that speaking of lobster? The uh The Whale? The Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Did you see that, JM? The what? The Banshees of Inshirin. The Banshees so of it's, uh, no. it's, it's uh, not an A24, is it's it? Colin Farrell McDonough and Colin Farrell and uh, is the director. Brendan Oh my god. Carrie Yeah, dude. Y'all can say directors all Brendan Gleason. Brendan Gleason. And it's incredible. And <laughs> it's so yes. good. So you should go back a ways and watch some older it's on I could, on movies. I could absolutely like his older j- stuff is much much better. Uh, I could absolutely I could absolutely see JMB and Brendan Gleason just like Fuck off. I you bore me. I don't want to talk to you ever again. I don't like you. I don't like you. You uh, bore me. So yeah. You I bore mean, me. It's on it's on Max. Is this a is this an A twenty four? God, could no, you just but that that director should have been involved with some A twenty four stuff in the past. But couldn't you see JM chopping off a finger with a pair of pruners just because he was so annoyed of somebody? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Lots of people at work. In fact, we were testing today, and there were several people I wanted to chop fingers off because they would call no, me over. You, you, you chop, chop your, your own, own fingers off, off cause they're pissing, because they're pissing because they're pissing you off. Oh, I it's chop. Like, I, if you piss me off one more time, I will cut off my finger. Oh, and now he's a pirate. I'm sorry. I don't know. That's the best I can do. It still works. That was yeah. definitely Brendan Gleeson. Huh? Fictional island off the west coast of Ireland. Yeah, did you ever see uh, not having to do an accent for one in Bruges? Yeah, I saw in Bruges. I've also been in Bruges. Me too. I was like, we couldn't go to the bell tower because we got there too late. I walked up the bell tower. We drank and we drank beers first instead. I went to the wall of beer. We had the quacks, the uh, like those beers that come like a little wooden Mm -hmm. vessel. Yep. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I mean, I was there for. I was in Zibruges, twenty kilometers north. So we're in Bruges like every weekend. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, beautiful town. My God, it's cool. Yeah, I went to went to a really good. Uh, it was a chocolate cafe. Uh, so they they specialized in hot chocolates, um, and that was the first time I'd ever had uh, cayenne in a hot chocolate, and I fell in love with it. So if you oh, all, so they did like a they did like a Mexican hot they chocolate. Called, yeah, they called it the Aztec. So like they had oh, a bunch that of makes diff- sense. They yeah. had a bunch of different. Uh, hot chocolate styles or whatever, and one of them was the Aztec, and it was a like seventy percent cacao with uh, goat milk cream, 
Okay. Or sheep's yeah. milk cream and uh, cayenne in it. Uh, and it was awful or awesome. It was just incredibly that, wonderful. That sounds really good. It was great. It was like I that. I second that. Because it, was, it wasn't super, you know, when you think of like a 70% cacao, it's it's like really thick and it's really, you know, it's a lot. Um, it, it's sweet, but it's also just a really heavy. But when they cut it with that super thick, creamy, it wasn't dairy milk. It was like a goat's milk or a sheep's milk. So it, it had a little bit of that like saltiness to it almost. Um, yeah. And it was a thicker cream. It was like that whole heavy cream. And then with that I, cayenne. I think it if, it's, the if it's salty, I believe they're they're milking like a, a ram instead. <laughs> it was bull yogurt. That's what they were doing it with. It was a bull's yogurt. Um, that's what they created the cream. <laughs> the bald man cr- was crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colorado, uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters, oysters, <sighs> Rocky Mountain oysters. There you go, Rocky Mountain ranch dressing. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. Sorry. No, it's all right. Brit- Brittany made me take a Mountain bunch of goat. shots earlier because she was stressed from work, so I'm a little drunk. <laughs> she made you take a bunch of shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Caitlin and I I'm went bro- to. A, I'm broken. To a, I'm sorry. It's all right. Caitlin and I went to a birthday party Saturday night. I forgot about that. Uh, so we got a babysitter, somebody to watch TJ for three hours, basically from like seven to ten. We put him down to sleep at six thirty, and then we just went down the road to a friend's birthday party. And he, oh, he could have stayed out later. He has the no because it, it supposedly ends at ten. But j- he has just the biggest gayest birthday party every year. There's always a drag show. This year he hired go-go dancers, and uh, that's pretty table, risque. Out where they're like shooting up uh, like electrical transmitters or that's transformers. On the, that's on the other that. side of town. Okay, <laughs> that's on the other side of town. This is in horse country. Um, so yeah, and then he's got these go-go dancers, and they've got the platform set up all like conspicuously, so dicks are all eye level. So like you're walking around, and you're like, "Ooh, dick," <laughs> and you're trying not to stare at just dick. Uh, but he always has an open bar, and Caitlin was like two drinks in, an hour and a half into it, and she said something, and I go, "Are you? Are you?" And she's like, "I haven't had a drink in over a year. Leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> It's like, all right, uh, you let me know when you don't want anymore. She's like, I don't want anymore. So she spent the next two and a half hours sobering up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, sweet. I got the morning shift. <laughs> it was, no, it was 830 at night. She'd had two drinks and she's like, I'm shit canned. It was like, yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> I'm sure I told on the podcast when it went down. Like, so for Brittany's birthday, so that's two, two weeks after the kids are out, I think. I want to say Connor's at NQ at that point. So like fresh at NQ, but it's her birthday. So I'm like, Hey, you know, you love to go sushi nini and round rock. Mostly just, she likes to do sake bombs. And, uh, she had one full, like tiny sake set with like a beer and she was fucking blitzed. And my wife can drink like not as much Those as me. Will get close. You, man. She's up there. She's up there with me. Well, she's been- Those sake's will get you. That and you haven't drank for ten months, and 
Oh yeah, she, well, yeah. I think over the pregnancy, she might have had four glasses of wine spread out over nine months or eight mm-hmm. months, what it was. Uh, I think we covered. We definitely covered my week. Cody's on staycation. Aaron ran a three minute forty eight or three minute. I'm about to have to fucking drive today. my kids to Port A tomorrow, so. That's gonna I gotta suck. figure out how to correct that map. I don't know how I'm gonna correct it because you see where it looks goofy. I know exactly what happened. Most of it looks natural. So, so unfortunately, without deleting the run, you can't. I always just put it in the title. This is my actual run time because Garmin got screwy. It's not a Garmin. That was the Strava app. Yeah, I also oh. run with the Strava app like on the phone. Did they it's known to get a little wonky. What are you looking at? Yeah, as well, run, I mean, Cody? especially in downtown Seattle. I've I mean, had um, I, no, so I've never had an issue with my Strava app and uh, using it just in the phone because I kind of stopped using my watch. I got tired of my kids always fuck my watch. I'm like, I'm not wearing this because all you guys do is fuck with it. Yeah. So I just use my phone, and um, yeah, I always feel like it's pretty accurate. Um, did y'all did y'all read that article I sent y'all about the Russian, oh, yeah, the Russian submarine got, commander got. who they fucking tracked him down by Strava and fucking doinked him? Yeah, but did Aaron just say that is incredible? I love the fact that Aaron just said he's going to get a beer when we were just talking about his week. When like I was trying to get <laughs> like, hey Aaron, how was your week? Because he asked us about. We'll yours. talk he's about like, my week. Hey guys, I'm going to go fine. get a beer. Uh, what is he getting? So uh, I need you to help me. With the next one, I have uh, two beers to choose from. I have an American lager called Light Crispy Boys. Okay. You're going to um, hate that one. What's that? He talks about every lager, so you're going to hate that one. Or I have, uh, I really like this brewery resident culture. Uh, this one's called Future Trash, and it is a brown ale. I think that's the one you should have. Okay. Yeah, because I just finished a really good one. It actually just a really good Pilsner. I was very happy with it. It was a Keller Pils, which means it's a cellar Pils. But yeah, basement, a basement. Pils, yeah, it's a yeah. basement Pils. Um, not one of the garbage American ones where it just it's super light. They're like, they're like, uh, yeah, we have to have something that's not an IPA. Here's a Pils. I'm drinking the. Golden Age German style pills, allegedly from uh, Family Business beer. So that's uh, the dude from Supernatural. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they the have a brewery from, under uh, uh, Jared Padalecki. He's from San Antonio. Yeah, we haven't been out there yet. We like, no, no, no. Or you talk about list. no. That's or is that the one that uh, Jared Padalecki well, and Jensen Ackles co-own? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and so like they've had some good stuff. Like I bought uh. It was like their take on a Dos Equis, but it was made of Norwegian hops, and it was really fucking good. Superstar, Supernatural star Jensen Ackles and his family opened family business yeah. company. So it's yeah, it's yeah. not Jared. It's uh, Jensen, and I think Jensen is not from Texas. Jared Kushner? No, um, Jared Padalecki. Yeah, Jensen's from... Oh, shit. Jensen's from Dallas. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, so I'm packing up the kids to go to Port Aransas tomorrow. So three, three and a half hours. That'll be fun, I yeah, guess. That'll be good. Beats flying, right, GM? Actually, no incidents on the flights last week. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got to get these fuckers and. We bought them headphones. We've never had them try them before, so we're gonna try in the car. Be like, 
can't you hear Blippy on these? Oh, you're doing and like headphones for okay, yeah, yeah. You see, well, I told Brittany, I'm like, can I just like wear my Beats and drive? She's like, no, that's unsafe. I'm like, uh, is it that unsafe? No, uh, but Aaron, before you so rudely got up and got a beer in the middle of telling us about your week, tell us about your week. Oh shit, man! Well, I told you about the the food I've been making. Um, I did. Having a lot of fun being physical. Uh, so the physical therapy physical, is coming along physical. in a really good way. Uh, the fitness is feeling like really fantastic. So these um, are lunch runs. Uh, lunch runs you're doing at work. I mean, like, right? I'm not gonna ride my bike when I get home. It's been a long day commuting to and fro from the office. So. No, no, no. Well, I'm uh, saying like, so you're like, you're going for a lunch break run. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. One of the guys at work, I mean, he asked me to go yesterday and I couldn't go because I didn't bring my stuff. And I was like, well, shit, man, I'll just bring my stuff tomorrow in case you ask me. That way I don't have an excuse to say no. We do have a gym at work too. So I went in there and just I've did some stretching and bad. moving around. But uh, yeah, a little lunch break run. Um, not so bad, especially with a buddy was not expecting to hit some of those times that I was hitting, but I, I've not ran on anything but a treadmill. And I, I mean, I agree. Man, I think I run a my three minute, heart out on a treadmill, I think but a it's like 10 minute, minute miles on that damn thing. Well, I think a three minute mile that you did today was incredible. So congrats. <laughs> yeah. You and, there s- you and is Steve an opportunity that free Fontaine, a three minute mile because there was a downhill involved, but you were not running a three minute mile. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> none of us, none of us here, in peak physical form, are running a three. The guy who, n- none of us, none of us. The guy who ran Boston ran it in like a four thirty pace or something like that. In general, like when I I ran, I think just one time in Seattle, and I really enjoyed running there. Like it was cool. Like you just have a lot of like inclines, decline. Like you just have a lot of variations. Uh, it was cool running, but like. Pikes Market and all that shit. Yeah, that's where we ran. Then we came back. Um, man, it was a good run, and you know, run with a buddy, and it was pretty hard on the way out. And then on the way back, you know, it was basically kind of like going downhill the entire way, so we could run at a conversational pace, which was nice because um, we made up for a bunch of time, you know, running all the way uphill so i've never you know, ran so. at a conversational pace it's always me dying for air so. no like, every time dude, you and I, mean, I run that's coming from a guy that did not pass oh. a pt test for like two years you know what i'm saying like i am hey, not a good jam we almost got the halfway point yet <laughs> yeah no every time when you and i would do partner runs in or slow yeah like, the super slow fun runs like yeah, yeah we do like those five mile or six mile just like 10 minute miles or nine and a half minute miles it was like yeah it man was i i do not have it in that's me where i like to, to try to keep more it than because, a 5k uh, there's the like we're just looking to get mileage and then maintain a certain type of heart rate you know you're looking for like um i think ideally for those kind of runs like anywhere between 130 and 140 beats per minute and then you know yeah, you start just, to hit the, just a the top of the rpm an, somewhere around five grand you know, or 160 beats per minute. And then, you know, when you start redlining it, you're looking at 180 to 190 beats per minute. So, um, you know, that's, I'm, I'm kind of interested in maybe getting a, a heart rate monitor because I, I'm curious, like 
how long I can sustain, you know, redlining get the these little, days. Uh, get like an Apple Watch or a Garmin watch. Good to go. I, I've got a, a Suunto watch, but um, the the wrist watch, I mean, it's got to be five or six years old, so it's it's certainly not accurate. You know, probably not too hurt. good. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah, my, zo- my zone my zones are a little bit different because I was you had me thinking. I was like, I wonder what my zones are at, and my zones are significantly different. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what a zone two actually looks like. You know, yeah. Um, so my zone there's two, a guy that I rode with uh, pretty often around here, and. Your zone I'm gotta be redlining low. it the entire time when I'm riding with him, and, and you'll see me tag it Hagen's Hagen Hagen Berman's School for Boys who can't ride good, nice because it's just like it is a is a quick ride. My heart's you know exploding in my chest. Um, I'm I'm you know 17 miles an hour average on the bike. Your zone two, the dog shit. Your zone two's got to be fairly low with as much as you uh, maybe. Maybe, but I'm sure that I've got like a, you know, high blood pressure, which probably contributes uh, just from the drinking, and um, you know that Live certainly in. doesn't just a doesn't living. actually help. You know, so it, it probably makes yeah. my heart rate actually a, a little bit higher. I yeah, wonder. because you're not using anything with heart rate monitor. I can't see your zones on Strava. Well, I'm not gonna pay for Strava, dude. Like that's just one more thing that you gotta start paying for. You know what I'm saying? I want to. No, 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 I'm saying because you're not using, like, anything. You're not using a watch or anything that monitors heart rate. I can't see your heart rate zones. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Because I was looking at mine. I was like, oh, God, what are mine? Is that stuff that comes with, like, a a Garmin watch? Because I don't have a Garmin watch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Vivo Active will set back, like, 120 bucks. They have those data points for you when you're doing your record, and then the Garmin Auto records it to the Strava. Yeah, they sync. So like I leave my cool. watch, I leave my phone in my truck or my car, I go out on my run, I get back, my phone connects or my watch connects back to my phone and it syncs it to Garmin and then Garmin pushes it to Strava and Strava pulls some different analytics out of it, extrapolates a little bit more. Yeah. My computer is good because, I mean, it's just a GPS that records and then auto uploads to the Strava, but uh, I, don't, I don't have any of the uh, You just don't have the analytics. Biometrics. The bio. Yeah, there you the go. The biometrics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd be ex- yeah. I'd be surprised. I think your I think your zone two is probably a lot lower than you think it is, and I think your zone two is probably actually I'm sorry a lot higher, and I think your zone two is probably actually a lot higher than mine because my zone two goes all the way up to 153. I bet you were in the 160s. Dude, I gotta tell you again. I I didn't know that I could run a, a sub 15 minute two mile anymore. Uh, I can. So that was a that was a real happy that was a real happy run for me. I don't know exact my exact time is because the the app got jacked up as we all know, but uh man I'll fucking take it, right? That PR is great. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially uh, it only running. it only screwed up one of your it only screwed up your uh, first mile, uh, the one that you were going uphill apparently. Um, it only screwed up that one. Your second mile had a fairly accurately it had you at a nine fifty two. Well, I guess that'd be closer to what I actually think I can do. So, interesting. Okay. Uh, remains to be seen on the little, uh, you know, eight ball or whatever. Yeah. I recorded my fastest one mile time this morning. Bitchin'. What was that? <sighs> you <laughs> smoked one too, didn't you? 
eight fifty six. Uh, it was a little uh, faster. Was today? Wait, today? Yeah, today. Oh yeah, yeah there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I keep having. I, I have, I've had all these like dog eight. shit runs lately, and all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, you broke your two mile time. Like, yeah, what? you did. You did an eight forty six. Eight forty six. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll take that all it's day. It's actually uh, one no of your fast, one of your fastest two mile times uh, that you've ever. In a yeah, long time. <laughs> I was like, what? The, I think it might be my fastest two mile time. I was like, what the fuck? I'm, yeah, you I'm did heavier a, right now. You did a two point two in nine minute miles. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm actually heavier right now, so th- that was odd. You were yeah, I'm like barely like 187 over. right now, which is not great. Yeah, you were barely over 18 minutes. You were at 18:03 for two miles. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, nice. I've been doing a lot of hitting um, segments, so like I go out on my runs. And one of them was I did it a couple weeks ago. There was a segment that I was I was sitting in like eleventh or twelfth place on. They're like, hey, Which you is just fucking like teasing you. Yeah, they're like, hey, if you take off sixteen seconds, you could be in tenth place. But the problem is, it's a mile and a half long segment, and it's <laughs> and it's uphill, downhill, uphill, on a two lane street with no sidewalk. Then I have to then I have to cross it's into like following traffic so I could get on the sidewalk and then I'm downtown on the sidewalks but it's a mile and a half and I smoked the dog shit out of myself to do it and I think I found I think I came in like tie, now I'm tied eighth all time on this segment that cr- I yeah, saw that get, one that was a badass one it was that that took it gave me I out had. crossing the highway has got to be the motherfucker well it's not the it's not the highway like there's no it's, it's all the street yeah it's the street and you've got a little room the problem is is there's no shoulder and i have a block and a half of no sidewalk so like i'm oncoming traffic oncoming traffic and then i just look over really quick and i go okay can i do it and then i scoot <laughs> over and get over to the sidewalk <laughs> um, yeah so i mean if you can just fucking Push it on those inclines. You probably make up any time you I, need to. Anyways. Yeah, I did. Um, let's see if I. Can I actually really one. enjoy an incline run. I like, do better. I don't want those. a whole run to incline, but like, like I feel like I, I have an extra gear. I don't know at my pace that get other on folks your, might not have. Yeah, you just get on your toes a little bit more. So yeah, because like, it's almost I'm like nine. lifting. That's like when the whole like lifting weights part comes into play because if you have some leg muscle you can like oh yeah it's just a fucking incline it's all good yeah. and see this is what's bullshit so now i'm looking at it if i shave one second off of this i wouldn't be tied for eighth anymore if i uh, shaved if i shaved nine seconds off of this i would take seventh place rightfully <laughs> no. uh, but i have my eyes on two more segments there's a uh there is a um, coming back the other way. There basically there's two segments in one. There's a like a point eight mile segment that is underneath. So th- I'm sorry. There's a one mile segment. You gotta see Sopai beer to climb down. Amtrak attack to the beer. So there is a one point four mile segment which overlaps with a 0.67-mile segment. Um, and those are my next two that I'm trying to... I'm quite a ways off of these. I am 14th 
on the 1.4 mile segment and I am 25th on the other one. I don't think I'm going to make that. Those are all out sprints. Yeah, that's a tough Dude, one. Dude, so I've had a lot of uh, Those are all out Western North Carolina stuff pop up on my uh, gravel cycling. Oh, up uh, like there in Asheville? Reddit. Man, yeah. I mean, like North Carolina, especially. Whoa. Uh, any, are we talking about Asheville Boys Weekend? It's got to be super awesome, especially out there in the Pines. You know, like I bet you guys have a lot of like country roads that are just gravel that or whatever. take you home. Yeah, well, out here in horse country, you do, but you can't get on any of them because they're reserved for horses. Um, so you have to stick to the hardball. All hard of them? Bunker. Yeah, you have to stick to the hardball out here. Pretty much all the dirt roads go through private farms, and it's all reserved for horses. But out west, if you get into the, the Blue Ridges or the Smokies, as people from Tennessee call them, um, then... Uh, there's tons of shit up and down there. And then you can also just go up and down the mountains, too. Yeah. So, all I heard I'd was... I'd like to make a trip out that way. Boys, like that. boys Weekend in Asheville is all I heard. Asheville's fun. Yeah, man. I like Asheville. There's a barcade. Go rip some bikes. There's a good barcade Drink in some Asheville. beers. Boys Weekend in Asheville. Let's go. Next it. year. No, next yeah. year, next year I'm next year I'm doing the baseball Hall of Fame induction. I'm trying to. So, well, keep us in your thoughts. You can't do anything else except that. I don't think you understand how much baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend cost. <laughs> My, oh. I've been I've been beg- I've been talking to Dad about this. I've been thinking about planning it because Adrian Beltre should be a first ballot Hall of Famer and be getting inducted next year. Um, and I want to go see my favorite baseball player. Get inducted. Okay. I guess we're just gonna have to go to Southern Pines, Aaron. That'll do. Roll, Mister, Mister Hall of Famer over there. Yeah. Uh, well, I gotta figure out. I gotta get. I gotta get some fidelity on uh, Terlingua this year too. Like what the exact dates are, because I've got some dates in mind um, for vacation. To make it to Terlingua this year, I know I'm trying to figure out if I'm going or not based on the Cuba trip. Yeah, I'm just trying to do Walker's um, dedication thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're if you go, like you're fucking sucked in for the entire weekend. Like, yeah, because I think a, right now yeah. I'm looking at like getting to Texas. It's not a there. It's not a there and back. And so the way that Mark Walker used to do is he'd like leave on fucking Tuesday or Wednesday. He'd leave Wednesday every year. Sometimes Tuesday. Well, <laughs> when the incident happened, it was a Tuesday. He, uh, well, that was a they were getting. It was ready. Halloween. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Uh, it was a Monday. They were packing up. It was Monday, and they're talking about leaving. Go the next day because yeah. they're trying to like leave Tuesday to set up camp. Well, yeah, because right. they were yeah. they were putting the tent out Monday night to let it dry for yeah. Tuesday. Yes, exactly. And uh, so typically, when I've gone. I've gotten away of leaving on Thursday, whatever, but most of those guys like to leave Wednesday. And then, so they get there Wednesday evening, if not fucking like crash somewhere, do Thursday. Then so there's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, drive home Sunday. Yeah. So I think I'm looking at what, what, what trip is this? Terlingua. It's uh, Terlingua. Chili cook off on the border. The one that Chili's, the restaurant is based off of. 
it, it yeah it's 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 a trip to take for sure like it's i love it out there i mean i proposed to my wife out there i love it but uh it's it's fucking far flung yeah i mean it's a ghost town on the mexican border yep just south of big ben and it's okay uh north of big ben i'm sorry ju- yeah just north of big okay big so ben. it's a regional specialty with some very sentimental value the town itself the town itself was for sale you guys a few are years both ago. trying to plan a joint trip there no no no, no. so this is yeah. something that like is Mark Walker and his buddies did every single year, and they've been doing it for so, uh, however many decades. There's a, f- there's a fire pit out there, and on that fire pit, there's a uh, essentially a piece of flagstone put in place for every member of cowboy camp that has passed on. And so this upcoming, this upcoming cook-off, they're going to put Mark Walker's flagstone on that. That's the big deal. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was always a big part of Cowboy Camp. He's stayed there. He's cooked for it. Like, he's he's a piece of it. Yep. Yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah, I would love to make it out there. I'm just trying to see. Like, Brittany mostly is good with me go doing both. It's more a matter of, like, making it happen with work to do both. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I'm trying to just get fidelity on all that and... Uh, so it's, yeah, like everyone's like, oh, it's 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 one of those like weird fucking. fucking I can I'm tell on. right now it's the first weekend of November, so it would be. Yeah, you know, I know which I know which weekend it is. I'm trying to figure out when everybody's going. I'm looking. I'm on the Tulum oh, Cowboy okay. Camp well, Facebook page. Well, and just um, Tom Nall and ask Blue Brenda because I'm think from Mark Kynard said that they already have stay books somewhere out there. Like, that's the bo- that's Brenda and the boys have like a hotel book because they're not doing camp. From my right. understanding, okay. So then, who are you trying to speak to, or should we take this offline? Not yeah, we'll figure we'll figure that out. Because I figured that I was just <laughs> yeah. this is terrible potting. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I was looking at um, the, I just looked at the uh, I'm kind of Facebook website I, and or their Facebook and outside Tom of Blue Knoll are on there, which I thought was outside of that. I kind of got nothing. You guys want to call it? Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, like, I haven't been following the news. I do want to talk to you once we get off potting about that whole thing real quick, Jay. Okay. Uh, sure. If we're going to call it. Let's call it. Uh, July 18th. July 18th, Jefferson County Commission District 5 special election in Alabama. July 18th in Wisconsin. Wisconsin State Assembly District 24. Go vote. Uh, do 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 we are drunk we can review at gmail.com for the old school listeners pretty little loggers at gmail.com hit us up on instagram at drunk week in review on threads at drunk week in review is that right cody are we at drunk week in review on uh, we are dwir on threads i believe hold on oh, yeah i gotta pull up my threads pull up my I, threads I the fastest growing I app. threaded we are the fastest growing app in i can't remember how long I don't know how to add me. It just says Drunk Week in Review. Okay. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, so Drunk Week in Review on threads. We're threaders now. Uh, Twitter at DWIR Podcast and uh, Facebook.com slash Drunk Week in Review. Uh, emails, socials, go vote. Nothing crazy coming up. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, final thoughts and prayers. 
from Aaron and Cody and myself. And then Cody can take us home. Aaron, anything? God bless Matt Gates <laughs> and God bless the United States of America. I love it. So patriotic. And no, and nowhere else. Yeah. Um, and in case Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't say loud enough on the House floor, Lauren Boebert's a little bitch. Those are her words, not mine. Stand with Cuba. Just quoting, quoting I, MTG. I just want to say that you should be allowed to call someone a bitch. Little one, big one, moderate size one, whatever. You should be able to call somebody a bitch on any floor. Your home floor, your living room floor, a dirt floor in a cabin. I don't know. The congressional floor. I mean, first of all, Lauren Burbert's only five foot tall, so like little a little is bitch is a little bitch and yeah she's only five foot four five she's kind of little yeah. yeah i mean she's maybe she's a bitch well i keep getting things like five foot five foot four she always wears heels so maybe it's five foot four whatever okay but um, other than that good night and we love you